Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns, and enjoy this shit show. Yeah, you came in about a second and a half late. Really? Yeah. You, well, you, you bird boxed the fuck out of it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I can't, I can't see. I can't see what you're doing. I'm doing the bird box challenge here. Oh, my God. So I put this on. I'm like, Crow's going to give me a signal. I don't have a clue. Uh-huh. So anyway. Yeah, I usually signal Rooster when to jump in. And uh, I, I saw what he was doing as soon as he put the blindfold on. And I, I thought, yeah, he's going to he's gonna miss the intro. And yeah, about a second and a half late. Yeah, well, you know. After forty some episodes, I sort of nailed it. So, my uh, my wife was telling me about the bird box challenge. So, I suppose better explain it real quick. Well, I mean, I think people figured it out by now. You're blindfolded. Am I? Yes, yes, you are. Oh, that's why I can't see. Yeah. So she said uh, she said she watched the movie and she goes, "It's super creepy." And uh, I heard about the bird box challenge. People doing everything, and yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. So. I didn't watch the movie. It's got too many kids being put in jeopardy, so I just can't. I can't take that stuff. I saw it, and uh, it's basically more of the more of the same bullshit. The political SJW kind of agenda, cultural Marxism bullshit that Netflix puts out. So really, yep. Wow. But I read between the lines. <laughs> it's subtext. You read a lot between the lines. <laughs> so. Well, we're back. We we're missed. Back. We missed last Sunday. I think it's the only the second Sunday we've missed to repost our stuff. Yeah, because we yeah. had some life events going on. My, yeah, that the that clap was really hard to recover from. Took me a lot longer than I expected. <laughs> okay, but uh, you shouldn't have gotten a needle from that big guy in that back alley. You know. Yeah. <laughs> when he told you to drop your pants, you should have just uh, said, "No, I'm going to go to a real clinic." No, it was a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't take <laughs> <laughs> should ask him where he got the ink from that's all <clears throat> yeah well we had a couple life events mine was uh you don't have to get into yours mine was i uh i my eight-year-old son had a concussion so you can't uh, he was chasing not chasing racing a uh a mail truck on the sidewalk and this being minnesota and it had snowed and then thawed and then froze again it was an ice skating rink, and he basically took a header and... Yeah, almost everybody's lawns and sidewalks are kind of like ice rinks now. Yeah, so, so. he pretty much KO'd himself. Wow. But was he, like, by himself, or was he with a bunch of friends? No, he was with, uh, he was with his older brother, so they were outside okay. playing. Well, that's good. And he came in, and he just kind of laid down, he's like, I don't feel good. And then, uh, then he said that his vision, like on the sides, was kind of dark, mm-hmm. and we had just seen a, a news show... Or a news story about a woman who had that happen. It turned out she had det- had a detached retina. He's like, "Yeah, my vision's kind of blurry." I'm like, "We're going." Yeah, went right to the uh, went right to the OR, and then well, they said, "Or not OR, but urgent care." Yeah. And they said, "Do you want to get him a head CT?" I'm like, ah, "I think we're good." And then he puked, and I'm like, yeah, "All right, yeah, let's yeah, get him yeah. a head CT." Yeah, yeah. So, but he's good. He's if fine. you're if you're getting tunnel vision and you're puking, you 
You got a concussion. <laughs> yeah. So it sort of sucks that at eight he's been concussed already. Yeah. I, I was thinking when you told me about this, I'm thinking, well, I've never been concussed. I've had family members concussed. But I have been. I uh, When I took that little uh, uh, dump on the, on the on ski hill when I landed in my knife. Remember that? We told that story earlier. I had that knife laced up in my in my biker jacket, and I and I and I did the jump, and I went head over heels and landed on my hip, fractured my pelvis. <laughs> but I think I cartwheeled and hit my head too. So when I came to, I, I started getting a little bit of tunnel vision, and then uh, and all of a sudden I lost my hearing. It was like pop, and I couldn't hear anything, and then I puked. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a concussion. <laughs> yeah, we're we're both old enough to be able to think we probably have been concussed at some point where somebody was like, oh, just walk it off, get your bell rung. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They weren't uh they weren't as concerned about it as they are now. But I mean those concussions are no big deal or they are a big deal cuz apparently you get one, it's easier to get another. Yeah. And you get successive concussions and yep. It's not good, so. Well, isn't there a max limit of concussions before they <coughs> say you can't like some professional sports, isn't that football or something, hockey, some one of those. Well, the NFL has been doing some uh one of those sports balls. Sorry. Yeah. They've been doing some studies on um Guys who have been out of the NFL now and found that, like, nine, not kidding, like 99% of them. And it might have even been higher than that because it might have been 199 out of 200 that they sampled have uh, whatever that uh, CTE, the concussion syndrome that basically is like Tony Dorsett, who played for the Cowboys in the 70s and 80s, one of the greatest running backs of all time. He's, I think he's in like his mid 50s now. He's got early onset dementia. Yeah. From that, and Alzheimer's or something. I mean, and he knows that it's going to happen to him. I mean, he, hmm. that's why they've had some of these guys. It happens in professional wrestling, too. Those uh, Some of those guys get knocked around so much they get suicidal, hmm. you know? So, well, I hope they find some sort of cure or, or treatment for it. Yeah, how about don't play football? That's... Yeah. <sighs> There's that. Yeah. So, all right, we got to talk some shutdown. This is probably going to be the shutdown immigration episode. All right. Well, I've been a little out of the loop. I mean, I've been trying to stay on top of things, but um, I'm I'm not going to be too as busy well reading between the lines informed. on everything. Is... <laughs> yes, subtext. You got to back up. Subtext. Got to back up and see the big picture. Mm-hmm. You're looking too closely, is what you're doing. Yeah, I'm in the weeds. Yeah, <laughs> I can't see the forest for the trees. How many more sayings do we have here? <laughs> I don't know. You're starting to sound like uh, AOC. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, brilliant. She, you mean brilliant? She is. Um, I'm sorry that. Cortez, we're talking about uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She's just dumb, and I don't mean like unintelligent, stupid. I'm she just her mouth gets so far ahead of her brain that she says stuff that I mean her whole just pay for it line about the thirty two trillion dollars for healthcare, and and now she's like uh, we have to switch over to um, she's got her. Mean, lean, green plan, whatever yeah. it's called. Good, Everybody's 100% non-fossil fuels yeah, in 12 I, years. Nuts. A, a good word for her is midwit. She's a midwit. Uh, I'm sorry. What's that? She's she's not a halfwit. She's not, like, retarded. But she's not smart either. She's a midwit. Um, you know, I object to that word. You can't say halfwit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not fair to stupid people. Okay. So, no, she's just, she doesn't think. I mean, she she's one of those people who starts to talk trying to sound intelligent, and halfway yep. through it, I think her brain even goes, oh, shit. She, she, she's she got kind of – she's the kind of person that has the um, ability 
in social situations because she was a bartender to, to kind of talk herself out of the hole with other people that aren't that bright or, you know, aren't, they're not dumb, but they're, you know, not, nothing genius level in the vicinity or half drunk, whatever. So she can start talking and she can kind of start talking herself into a corner where she realizes this isn't going where it's not making a point. And she can talk herself out of it just by, you know, blathering, right? It doesn't work in politics. Well, it doesn't work in politics because you got some pretty smart people right, who are paying attention, questioning yeah. what you're saying. People are paying attention to what you're saying, whereas in the bar situ- setting, yeah, she comes off as very bright and very smart, and boy, she's got she's got her stuff down. It's like, but she's not really saying anything. Yeah, and people don't pick up on that until she gets into the spotlight. And like you said, you've got people critical of what she's saying, as opposed to just trying to get a drink or or, or get laid, right? Or get her phone number, right? Kind of thing. Well, those two interviews she had, one with Jake Tapper, where she was talking about the free health care for everybody, free Medicare for everyone, and then uh, the one she just had with Anderson Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> where, where even he, his body language was, I mean, these, was classic. These two are trying so hard not to push her too hard. I'll give Jake Tapper some credit because he does, he does get a little tough with this question. But Anderson sometimes. Cooper, even his body language was so funny because you could tell he's like, <coughs> oh, my God. He'd like sit back and he'd go. So what you're saying is uh, everyone's everyone's going to have to get – we're going to all electric drive electric cars? cars in 12 years? She goes, yeah, it's ambitious, but who says we can't do it? Well, I don't know. Science says we can't do it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty funny. Yeah, she's, she doesn't uh, – I guess it would be more – it would be more fair to her to say she's not stupid. She just doesn't think. Yeah, I don't think she's stupid. I just don't think she's particularly bright. Yeah. Now I put myself in that camp. I'm not. I'm not. Um, I couldn't be a politician. I would make gaff after gaff after gaff because, uh, you know, I don't have the uh, the I don't have the, uh, the the cognitive speed. Like if I can sit around and think about something, I do, I do fairly well writing something down and sounding pretty coherent and some even clever. But on the spot, you know, it takes me. You know, I take like the gears turn a little slower, <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to do that kind of a job. And you know, I. You know, you kind of know where you you know where you fit mentally, and uh, you know you can't reach past that because uh, because it shows. Yeah, it but shows. You're, you're pretty well read, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's still trying to be on the ball with like the stuff you need to be on the ball with when you're in the public eye like that, um, and, and multiple facts. You don't have to know everything about everything, but you have to know a little bit about everything in order to sound smart enough to talk about it. And she she's not she's not going to have that ability. I can tell. Well, more importantly, I think you have to know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have. To, oh yeah, yeah. She's too. Say, she, yeah. That's a no go zone for me. And she goes she, there. Yeah, all she doesn't the time. have that either. That that uh, editing software built in. <laughs> well, someone said it might have been Ben Shapiro who was saying, uh, or might have been Matt Christensen saying uh, when she said, "Well, you know, yeah, it'll be tough, but we just, you know, we push ourselves technologically and we do it. It's like it's not fucking Star Trek." We don't just make up a technology, you know. Yeah. What's the incentive for, you know, the car companies, which aren't, I mean, that's a that's a tough business to be in. What's their incentive to say, you know what, we're going to switch over from all these cars that people actually like to these electric cars. Okay, and then you build electric cars. You still have to have the facilities to build all that shit. Then you have to build the batteries. How do you come up with the energy to make, to produce this stuff? Oh, that reminds me. New Year's Eve. I sort of got into it with this guy who owns a Tesla, talking about stuff you don't know. Um, so he's telling everybody at the table, yeah, I bought this new Tesla. Like, well, how far does it go? Well, you know, it goes like 250 miles, so it's fine. 
I don't ever have to, you know, I don't have to charge it anywhere other than home. And because uh, he drives 15 miles to work or whatever. And I'm saying, well, it'd never work for me because, you know, I got to drive farther than that sometimes for work. I got to drive three, 400 miles. And he goes, he goes, well, yeah, but there's refueling stations along the way. Not really. Well, and then, not in the places I got to go to. But even if there are, doesn't it take time? Yeah. You, it, you can't just that's the other thing. He fuel goes, up. You got to sit there and wait. And you have to sit in your car while you're doing it. So you have to sit in your car for like an hour in some places while this charges. Yeah. He had to have a special charging station installed in this house. So they sell you that. So I said, well, yeah, the problem is that Tesla's not making any money. He goes, yeah, they're making money. I'm like, no, they're not. Tesla has not made money. He goes, yeah, they're profitable now. So while he's telling the story and I want to call him on his bullshit, but I'm in a friend's New Year's Eve party. So I don't really want to get into this. I pull it up on my phone and... Tesla had its first profitable quarter, but I have a hard time explaining to this jackass that that doesn't mean they've made money. If you had, if you've had millions or billions of dollars sunk into a company and for one quarter now, your income exceeded your expenses. You're still behind. You're still way behind. Yeah. So then I said, well, the problem is, you know, people aren't going to be buying those like they were. He goes, yeah, you're going to see a lot more of them buying it. And in the same fucking breath, he basically says when one of the other guys goes, well, maybe I'll buy a Tesla. He goes, yeah, well, all the, there's a $7,500 tax incentive to buy one for electric cars. Well, it's gone away. He goes, yeah, so you can't get that now. And I just want to go, hey, well, dumbass. Hey, okay. <laughs> you just fucking idiot. The thing that had a lot of people buying those cars yeah. was... There was that incentive, and now it's gone. Well, sure enough, two days later, I see a thing about Tesla sales have dropped way off because they sent because after the first of the year that. But this, went but away. this guy will feel special at least. At least there's yeah. that. Oh, he was doing the. He goes, <laughs> the thing I finally sort of shut him up on is he goes, uh, yeah. So thanks everybody for f- paying for my uh, my rebate on that. I said, well, if you start worrying about every single place your tax dollars go that you don't want them to go, you know. You're going to go crazy. He goes, what? And I said, you're already paying for a ton of shit you don't want to pay for. I said, so what's the big difference? Mm-hmm. You know? And you're welcome. <laughs> so, Idiots. Yeah. Well, we got sidetracked there. Yeah. AOC and electric cars. Oh, yeah. They're both running. We're on, back to the shutdown, right? Both running on low power hamster. There we go. Hamster wheels there. Yeah, how are we going to circle back? We're just going to go right to it. Okay. We're not even going to, we're not even going to seg you. <laughs> Segway. Um. Yeah, so Trump says he's going to own the shutdown, which, of course, the Democrats are trying to pin on him saying, see, he did it. When he said that, I don't think he means own the shutdown like, oh, this will all be my fault. I think he was just saying, I mean, the way he said it to Schumer in that meeting was. He's not going to be backed into a corner by it. You can't do it, Chuck. I know you can't take the heat, so I'll do it. I can take the heat. Yeah. You're not going to back me into a corner. That's basically what he's saying. He's saying, fine, if that's what it takes to get this done, I'm going to win. And I think you're already starting to see. Now, you could argue from the left you're starting to see some cracks in the right because you've had a few of these congressmen and women saying, you know, well, you know, maybe we should look at a deal kind of thing. But just today, Cher, that right-wing bastion that she is, tweeted out to uh, Chuck and Nancy, said, don't die on this hill. Yep. In other words, the left is starting to realize that you can sit there and keep saying, you know, a wall's immoral and da-da-da. That's a losing argument. I honestly, I don't have any data to back this up. Um, you can find it fairly easily. Uh, I, I saw a thing that said like 42% of people 
believe that we need a wall, and there's 72% that believe immigration is a problem. Yeah. So I think you it's can— a, it's, it's just simply losing because if a, if a wall is immoral, then get the fuck out of your gated community. Well, that's different. <laughs> sure it is. They're protecting themselves from people in this country who commit way more crime. Right, right, alt-right terrorists is what they're waiting for. They're uh, preparing themselves for, so yeah, mm-hmm. you can see why they need that, right? So um, I I think what what the problem is for the left is that they're going to, I believe, lose on this issue because most people believe you really do need border security. And they're trying to finesse it, saying, no, we can't have a wall. We can have border security. What's the fucking difference? We're not going to stop. It, it still takes money. It takes a lot of money. So, there, yeah, you could probably do it through all kinds of, uh, you know, um, means that don't equate to a wall. And probably portions of it will be that. They have to be because you just a, a wall is infeasible in certain areas. Yeah. But it's a, it's kind of a goes in hand in hand. you got to have wall. And walls work in certain areas very well. San Diego is one that has a wall that works very well. Uh, so it, yeah, that that's that's a that's a non-starter. And then also, I'm I'm sick and tired of Schumer and Pelosi with this calculated language about Trump, saying you know he just threw a tantrum, or uh, what's uh, he's petulant. Uh, I'm getting real tired of this. It's it's so manu- it's so you know carefully figured what they're gonna say, and they've got this theme now that they're tr- oh Trump the big man-child baby throwing fits. You know that that's their that's their their angle now but i don't think that language is landing with the it's not it, but it's annoying to hear how because it's so annoying because it's so blatant it's so mm-hmm. dumb and they're so they're so old and stupid um politically at this point that they don't they don't get it they just they just they're so fucking in their uh, elitist ivory tower kind of mentality they can't get out of it and they just think their their little circle is the country and they just can't understand what's going on here and it, 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 they're making themselves look stupid worse than what they're trying to portray Trump as by saying petulant and having tantrums and slamming the table and all that. I'm, just, I'm like, keep it up, I guess. Keep it up. It's still, it's good that they're doing it on one hand because it's it's very blatant and you can speak, most people can see through it. On the other hand, it just, it just makes me sick to see them pull this shit when they should be, politicians should be doing the, the business of the people and running the government and not fucking around like this and being assholes. Well, yeah, but... I, I don't think I just don't think they know what they're saying. I think it again, like you're sort of saying it it with their circle, this all makes sense. They'll look around and say, Well, we hate him, right? Don't you all hate him? And I think the middle portion of the country, some slightly left, some slightly right, are saying if we gotta pick between those two sides, we probably need a wall. And in the meantime, while they're doing this, Trump gets to keep rolling out these things of Obama, Clinton, Schumer, Pelosi, all these old videos of them saying we need border security. Not all we that need... old either. Well, some of them go back to 2006, but Clinton's, Hillary Clinton's goes back to 2015. Mm-hmm. Well, Schumer's isn't that old. It's like six years, six or eight yeah, years I old, think isn't it's, it? I think it's 2009. Okay. Oh. Okay. It's a little I get long. some of these mixed up, but Barack Obama's is 2014. Okay. Yep. Or 12. It's, it's one of those two. So uh, Trump tweeted out today, he goes, uh, thanks, President Obama, for uh, for your support. And it was ten seconds of him saying, "We need border security." <laughs> Trump did that. Yeah, I didn't hear did. that. That's oh, great. He's good. <laughs> he is. God, that guy's just. You know, they keep talking about how people like uh, Cortez can use social media so well, and you got to give her credit; she can. But Trump uses it pretty well too, in a different way. Mm-hmm. But he does use it well. I mean, he gets people talking about him all the time. Yeah. 
So, you know, he gave his little speech and uh, everybody was, I mean, they were all, we're going to fact check this. It's going to be live fact checking and all that. He said there was one that CBS News had up that said, uh, it said, um, Trump said 30% of women who come across the border are being raped. The number's more like 60 to 80%. Uh, CBS actually oh put God. that up. Did they realize what they just did? And they did, and then they pulled it. You couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll show this fucker. Like accidentally. Yeah, we'll show this guy. He's wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's not 30, it's 60 or 80. Oh, Fuck you. God, you. Oh, shit. Wait a second. Fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. But it wasn't fake news. It was real. So, But he didn't go after all of those. He didn't go after all that stuff. He wasn't just making stuff up. He was very precise and practiced, and um, they didn't have anything to go after. So they all started going at, he looks tired. You know, just look at him. He looks tired. Well, there was a producer. Did you hear about this? I can't remember which station did it, but some some producer got fired because they uh, made him look more orange. And then they like looped him, like sticking his tongue out while the speech was going on. I'm not really? sure. Did you hear about this? No. I just heard about it on the way over on the radio, so I didn't get to research it. But he ended up getting. They ended up saying, putting out a statement saying that we, we don't put. A, you know, this is not something we condone. And they ended up firing the producer, and whatever it was that that put that out during his speech. So whoever was watching that station, that particular, I don't think it was a local station or something. Had instead of having the live feed, they had a loop of him like making these weird faces and then superimposed with like an orange filter, while while the while the audio of the uh, of the speech was being given. So it's like it's pretty blatant. How does anybody think that's going to work out for you? It's yeah, and and they say that there's a there's a saying the uh, the left can't meme, um, which means all these m e m e e's yes yeah memes. It's basically these just little short little just burns that you do just to make fun of people. And it, it, it kind of go a lot of times they go viral and people pass them along because they're funny. Well, the right is very good at it nowadays because we've been relegated to this kind of, you know, the, the, this corner of, of the uh, of information, the Internet. And so we've we've had time to, to perfect it. <laughs> We're pretty good. At it. And we got a sense of humor, whereas the left they're so used to being big media and having charge and having the message just presented however they want it. They didn't have to be subversive like that. So they try to meme and it just comes off as very sad and old person-ish. <laughs> so, so that's a, that's an example of a bad meme. Well, I, I saw a Tim Pool video where he was talking about um, the right is better at memeing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it, it's a saying that people, it, it's actually a fact basically that, and I, I shouldn't say a fact, but it's it's, it's, it's what everybody opinion. says that you know the the left can't everybody, mean. Everybody, I'm talking from my bubble right now. I understand. <laughs> I get it. You're talking from your locked bunker, is what you're doing. Yeah. Well, well I. How long do you think the shutdown's going to go? I don't know. This is kind of. I, I was worried, like a lot of people, that Trump was going to back down and kind of like do some sort of wishy washy and say, "Well, I meant this," right, or, or or I said this kind of thing but he he's not backing down i think he understands deeply that this is a this is a big make or break thing here for him well i've heard a couple people couple people say pundits saying if he gets a win on this if he gets you know any money for his border wall like three and a half million dollars three and a half billion dollars and uh it's seen as he has to and i think pelosi and schumer understand this now and that's why the pressure is getting even higher if he wins anything on this, 
if he doesn't fuck it up in the next two years, he wins the election. Yeah, it's an either-or proposition right now. That's why I don't see, I don't know when it's going to end because the Democrats would be stupid to give in right now. Even though if they were smart, they could they they could get some compromises. Well, they're willing to give them, you know, some reform on DACA. Yeah. I mean, uh, Trump just keeps throwing out the stuff. Hey, we'll give them this. We'll give them this. We well, just and, want- and here's the thing about our local uh, radio show in the morning was talking about this, and they were saying that I think they're afraid that if they if if the border starts the border or the wall and security starts actually happening, and the fix starts actually being a real thing instead of something people are talking about, they're going to realize that there's going to be conservatives and Republicans that are going to be more amenable to talking about the illegals that are already here now, because now that we've got the board secured, now they're going to be like, okay, all right, we get it. We can, we can, we can ease up a little bit. Stop the flow. Right. So now we can start talking about humanitarian things we can do with the people that are already here. And the Dems don't want that. They can't have that because that's got, that's not, that's, they can't, they got, they have to stop demonizing the Republicans on the left or in the right because of that, you know, all uh, evil racists. It's not, they'll, they'll see that what it was, it was principle. It wasn't just politics for us. Yeah. And, and it'll be proven because we will say, Hey, you know, borders, borders looking good now. Let's talk about, it. let's actually, we will, let's, let's actually negotiate and we'll, we'll see what we can do to help these people out and make things work. And that that will not be something that the Democrats can handle. They can't spin that. Well, you know, one thing that's always I was thinking about this the other day. One thing that's always made me think about Republicans buckling. You know, all this stuff. Well, let's just call it McCaining. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, where they give in, they basically say, "How about we compromise by this? We give you everything you want. We don't get anything we want, but we'll talk about maybe some promises. Later. Yeah, but some promises will be good. Yeah, you know, but a handshake, my friend across the aisle. Yeah. Um, is that, you know, those guys want to be back in those offices again. Mm-hmm. And you can stay in the Senate for 40 fucking years if you want to. Um, or in the case of, a, you know, a Bill Clinton or a Barack Obama, you're a fairly young president. You're going to be around a while. You want to do your speaking tours. You want to do all that stuff. Um, George Bush, who I think was just generally a good guy, wanted, I think wanted to be well thought of. Mm-hmm. And Trump, you've got something different. You've got a guy who's 72. Realistically, if you're him, how long do you think you're going to live? Another 15 years tops? Yeah. Maybe. You're not exactly taking care of yourself. This job is shortening your lifespan every damn day. But you're a billionaire. You've been, or a very rich millionaire. We don't know. Who cares? Uh, You've got more money than you're ever going to be able to spend. You live a hell of a lifestyle. You're fucking supermodels. You know, you're you're living the life of Riley, you know? Yeah. Um, and you've been called every name in the book and sued every time, every day of your life since you were 25 or whatever. What the fuck are they going to do to you? So if he just says, you know what, I'll just go down with the ship. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, but I, I do think there's a matter of legacy with him. I think he does care how he's perceived when he's gone. Well, he might. That may be very true, but he also might not. Yeah, I don't know. You, he might be saying, "He might that. be saying, look, if this is how I'm going to punch out, then I'm going to do it winning. You yeah. know, I'm going to show these guys I didn't cave. And, you know, again, I think this is part of the difference between having a politician and a versus a business person in there. You know, a politician is coming to this looking at it and saying, how do we get this done so that everybody's happy and something's finished? Or a business person can look in there and say, I want to get the best deal for me, you know, because I want I want this to work. 
And they're, I think, more inclined to hang on for the long haul. Hmm. And the other thing I think a lot of government workers are afraid of is right now we've got non-essential government workers not being paid, which is 420,000 people, which, don't get me wrong, sucks for them. Yeah. I feel bad for them. But 420,000 people in a country with a population of 350-plus million, million people, it's just not a lot of people. Right. And nobody's going to get kicked out of their house because they didn't get paid on this stuff. Yeah, Everybody but food stamps. Me. I know. Fuck food that. stamps rooster. I know. Fuck that. Anyway. <laughs> That's so bullshit. All we're doing is just writing checks for stuff that we're going to pay later yeah. with money we don't have. But regardless, um, I think what some of those federal workers are worrying about is if we have a shutdown, let's say it goes two months, and we don't really notice anything other than, hey, you can't get a passport, or for those people who are trying to get their mortgage closed in the meantime, maybe it was a little harder. You know, What if we find out that this non-essential stuff was really not essential that we just didn't need it that much. I think that's what some of those people are worried about because yeah. when we have to start making cuts and in the near future, we're going to have to start making cuts. Some of that stuff's going to go away. Yeah. And you can look back to stuff like this and say, well, when we're making a budget, what didn't we feel when that happened? So I, I think, you know, if this is an arm wrestling match, I think, uh, you know, Trump's got Pelosi and Schumer sort of over the top. And I think it's just a matter of time before they lose. I could be wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, two podcasts ago, we sat here saying, fuck, it looks like he's going to cave. Yeah. He's not going to go. No pun intended. He's not going to go to the wall on this one. And then he turned around and said, no, I, I will. And I wonder if that was a if that was a ploy, too, to say, eh, I'm not going to do it. And then turn around and go, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it sounds like him. So Yeah, it's, he's done multiple times already. So, where he, yeah. He, Thought he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna recover from something, and he just comes out even fresher than before. Yeah. So um, this brings up the next subject I want to talk about in this NBC fake news. Before we do that, I want to point out why we called this the Bread and Circuses podcast. You know, I I think it's Caesar who says, you know, give the hoi polloi, just the people, uh, feed them and entertain them, give them bread and circuses, and they'll pay attention. The idea here is that we're trying to sort of dig a little deeper and show you the stuff. The stuff behind the curtain here, just you pay attention and you read. And so NBC News just came out with this sign that said, or this uh, story that said, the FDA says food inspections aren't happening because of the government shutdown. Yeah, we're all going to get poisoned now. And it's it's bullshit for so many reasons. First of all, the FDA does not inspect your local food. That's done by state inspectors. State inspectors are not affected by the federal government shutdown. At least not yet. Secondly, we had the cauliflower scare, the romaine scare. We had <clears throat> well, it wasn't all that just stuff. scares. I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had all that stuff when we had people the got sick and died. Yep, people got sick and died. Those things happen. Yep. Um, but this idea that the FDA is not doing food inspections is bullshit. Food inspections have slowed down, but they're still not letting food through without being inspected. Yeah. And people see this stuff and they believe it's true. And the most important stuff, like overseas, anything coming from overseas is still getting inspected 100%. There's no slowdown on that. Exactly. And so they make this story and people just want to believe it. So they do. And it's bullshit. It's not true. Food inspectors are essential employees. They are paid as essential employees. They don't inspect food in the country, which is most of the stuff that you're eating. 
that is done by your state food inspectors, your state health board. That's still happening. You're not going to die from poison, romaine, or cauliflower, or whatever, because the FDA is affected by a shutdown. It's just a bullshit story, and I don't know how they get to run this stuff on the front page, and then they turn around three days later, and they're going to have to retract it on page 19. Yeah. Uh, you know, what the it's kind of what they do is nowadays, especially online, since a lot of people are reading it online, they don't even do a retraction. They just edit it re-edit it right. as if they never made the mistake in the first place or, yeah. or, 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 the, or gave the falsehood in the first place. As soon as somebody points it out, it's like, oh, do, do, do. no, we didn't say that. They change it and they don't even put a thing that we corrected or they'll say update, story updated, but they, yep. never, they don't point out what or why. Well, they did that with the Trump Christmas thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're uh, going overseas to visit the yeah, troops. Yeah, that he hadn't done it while he was in the air to go do it. Mm-hmm. And then their, their quote unquote retraction was... Um, at the time we published this story, it was true because yeah. he wasn't there. That's even more of an ex- explanation than they usually give, though, for something like that. Yeah, a lot of times it's just it's just update. This this is this article was updated in such and such date, and then they don't explain what was edited back out or what was put in to show that they were fake news or lying or whatever. Yeah. So, but I mean, they don't even tr- they don't even try and hide their bias, and people on the left can't see this in the story when they're saying things along the lines of. Trump is putting you in danger over a wall because he's racist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I realize that's an opinion piece. Well, to be honest, I don't know if it's an opinion piece. But we get this line where things start to blur. I mean, just report the fucking news. Just give me the facts. Yeah, wouldn't that be refreshing? Yeah. I mean, it, it's just... it. The media wonders why people don't trust them on this stuff. They don't trust them because... A good chunk of the stuff they say is bullshit. I used to read a magazine that called The Week. Have you ever, ever heard of that? Um, it, it it was, was uh, yeah, it was a shorter version of the month, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what it did was it would compile a bunch of news stories throughout the week, and but it would give you different authors or different news sources of the same story, and they'd tell you it was, this is from the right and this is what the left is saying, and they would give you two different articles or two different authors and just basically counterpoint on each on, on the page and they'd switch it up they say this the, you know left and right this is right and left so it wasn't you know, left is always first or whatever and they did it throughout the whole pretty much the whole magazine and then they had some other lighter interest stuff that didn't matter like scientific discovery things or whatever you know things like that but it was it was inter- interesting it was it was worth reading and uh and i i think it's still around i enjoyed it i mean i got a subscription for it for a while there and kind of let it run out which is Sad. <laughs> I well, I'm more. sure they'll be happy to hear that. Yeah. So I think things like that, if you're going to have bias, at least have a publication like that that says, okay, here's here's what the perspective is from the left, but here's the perspective from the right. I, I don't mind. That's, that's a good way to do it, too. Well, if you're going to be intellectually honest and worth a shit, you have to take your own bias and say, that story told me what I, you know, you read a story that agrees with you and confirms your bias. You know, it's confirmation bias. I think it's up to you to go out and try and find stories with facts that contradict that. You know, don't just assume that because someone else repeated something you want to hear that it's now a fact. You you got to search for alternative sources to sort of test your own intellect. If you don't do that, you just get dumber, you know? Yeah. And people are content being dumb that way. Well, I mean, it feels good. To get confirmation bias, 
Of course it so, does. You know, to, to, to read these stories and go, oh, I was right, you know, so confirmed it. I mean, it, it feels good. So it's hard to move on from there. You know, you, well, only, you only have a certain amount of time in the day and you don't want to spend your time getting pissy and having your ideas challenged and realizing you're wrong about something. It makes you feel like shit. You just want to, you want to be like, yep, I'm right. I'm awesome. Well, I remember <laughs> when McCain, uh, McCain and, uh, gave in on not, uh, not repealing Obamacare. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy I know on Facebook gets on there. He goes, thank God for John McCain. Never thought I'd say that because he's a hard lefty. He goes, but, you know, at least this didn't pass. And then he put up some quote from some lefty blogger who was like, you know, uh, the Republicans are evil for trying to uh, redo this and everything. Uh, they're evil for trying to redo this. So, you know, da, da, da. And I, said, I responded by saying, well, what a surprise. The lefty blogger, you know, thinks that this was evil. And the guy who put this up there goes, I don't care who the guy was who said it. And I'm like, really? You're you're celebrating the You have the to fact consider that, the source. You have to think about who it was right. who said it. Yeah. You know, it gives it some gravitas if it's someone. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter if, if Russia, if Russia, Russian bots put out stories either. If, if, it doesn't matter if this, as long as it, you agree with it. Yeah. You don't care who the guy yeah. is. You just, somebody said something. If, it, that if you, it's Russia sowing discord, which is what you're all hyped up about. But as long as it's something 